Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spinner Rack. I'm here with my boy PD himself. And today we're gonna to be talking about The Old Guard. That's right, that's the new movie that just came out on Netflix. And it's written, this is the comic, was, it was adapted from the comic from Greg Rucker. Yes, the Eisner Award winning comic book writer. You know, uh, wrote Lazarus, he's worked on Batman, he's worked on action comics, he's worked on Superman. But hey, we're here to talk about the movie and what our impressions are versus um, um, what, what you think it is. So, and why we think you should or shouldn't see the movie. So, Petey, can you give a brief synopsis of what the movie's about so people can understand what it is? Basically, we're introduced to some mercenaries and we see them in a bad way right at the beginning of the film. And we don't know anything about them. So basically, we slowly introduce to them in this job they have to take on. And they have some sort of, uh, they're kind of gruff. Obviously, Charlize Theron is the lead. She has, um, I think it's four operatives that she works, or like a total of four at this point. And they sort of taking on this job, even though they're rough around the edges, they take on this job to save some kids. And it leads to a setup. And this setup leads to what they are, is that these characters are immortals. That at this point now, they can't die. And that leads to people wanting to find out about these guys and what their history is and to trying to duplicate it. So that's the basic premise. Of course, it's going to lead to a lot of gunfire and that. And it's also they meet a new member of someone else who finds out that she's immortal and they have a connection within dreams. So they immediately try to find out where she's at and bring her into the fold. And that's the other, that's the main sort of plot is trying to bring Nile into the plot, so. Yeah, and that new person is Kiki Lane. Yes. Shout out Kiki Lane. Yes. So yeah, so that's, um, thank you for that, Petey. So the question is, is this a movie that you, so there are many questions about this movie. You know, when it first came out, and Netflix has been hyping up a lot, um, this has been like this um, big superhero movie that they've been coming on. But I've been hearing a lot of feedback where people are saying, this is not really a superhero movie. What is your take on that? Um, I ultimately, I, call, I consider comic book movies something that carry the comic book dynamics, which would be something where Sin City is a gritty story, but it carries all the comic book dynamics. So if you have a comic book with the comic book superhero dynamics of the gunfire and cool stuff, then it has elements of the superhero. So it has those dynamics. The comic especially has the high contrast, sort of moody sort of comic book, which they weren't able to recreate in the film. But the comic book is essentially a comic book. When he goes to a movie, obviously now they're playing up more of the mercenary part with this immortal thing. So it's less feeling like a superhero type of story. But you know, people think of superheroes like Superman, that sort of thing. But there's so many gritty things like, you know, the Watchmen and all that other stuff that carry all the superhero dynamics that you can still say this is a part of the genre, even though this is more the action. Like even History of Violence, I don't remember the, I know that came from a comic book. So sometimes you kind of use those dynamics. So it's kind of like everything now is a um, multi-genre format, which is something that like Stanley and Jack Kirby kind of perfected. So you can't say it's totally out of the superhero thing. So I would say that. But at the same time, ultimately, they weren't able to play at one of the aspects of the comic. They only had one sort of flashback. And in the comic book, they, I mean, they don't have that many flashbacks, but it has, in the comic book, it has a lost feel where they cut to the flashback 
and the flashback goes into another life. Like there's a couple of early things of fights, but then this one thing with um with Charlize Theron's character, with um with Andy's character, they have a long passage into her past, and ultimately. I think it would have been a little different if they were able to do more flashbacks, but I know that costs a lot of money to go to these periods. And maybe if they do another film, they'll be able to draw on some of the past of these characters, especially the love affair between the two guys, you know, kind of feel, catch more. Besides, I think, uh, what was it, Booker? They just show his struggle with his, his kids. His kids had, you know, his kids struggle, but they could have really got that lost feel where they go to the flashback and it's a segue into the people's lives and try to connect it back to the movie. So ultimately that would have made it a little more different, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting there. I think that um, I have to agree with you on, on, on aspects in terms of what the superhero is or a superhero. I think we keep forgetting that they that these are heroes. If this was a modern Western, if this was a Western, you know, and a guy came in with the, as they said, the classic white hat and started, he would be the hero of that particular genre. <laughs> Getting back to what I'm saying. Yeah, so definitely this is a hero story. And, you know, it definitely is Greg Rucker's comic and it definitely has elements of superheroes. Andy, who is Andromache, I believe, and she's at least 5,000 years old coming back from um, the, um, the Greco, the, Gre- the Greek world, the ancient Greek world where she was a warrior and you see various images of her, you know, throughout that past. She is the leader of the group, and she's important because, you know, she, break, she was one of the first immortals um, to be discovered uh, or to discover that she was immortal. And then you have the other group, the other guys. You have two guys from the Crusades. You have Booker. I believe Booker was from the Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. And, um, you know, how they all deal and grapple with the whole thing of being immortal. It's not easy. You know, we got to understand, you live a very long time. You live a long life with many, many different people. And, you know, one thing that you know that's certain is that they're going to end up dying and you're going to continue to go on. And so you have this, yes, you're immortal and stuff like that, but there's a loss and that you don't have the same connection that you have. And Booker suffers that throughout the, the film. And Booker being the key, one of the key characters, you know, is one of the reasons of one of the things he does. Um, in terms of the other two guys, they have each other. So, you know, that's, that's where their sun and the moon revolve. So they're good. But then you have an Andy who's basically by herself. And they've changed some of the depictions of her in the comic. Like in the comic, one of the things you see, she's having um, sex with various men and drinking. But you hear, and they don't even touch on that. But you do find that she's like a jaded character coming on and um, what she's going to do uh, going forward. You know, she's, she's a war weary. She's tired. And you can tell that from, from what we've seen. Petey? Well, um, one, one thing that they did change was, and I don't know if this is in the second mini, miniseries, is that there's some affinity to this immortality. And one of the characters, we won't spoil because you need to check it out, but um, one of the characters is about the, at the end of their immortality, or possibly. And um, it was Chiotel Edifor. He's kind of a character who's bad guy and good guy. We're not sure what angle he's on, but he is after these guys. So he kind of gives you some of some more of the plot. But then there's another character that's introduced that's not in the comic book. And Greg Rucker did write the screenplay, but ultimately you have to be serviceable to the director. So I'm not sure how many changes was his or for film and the studio or the director. But I mean it made it for something where you feel you get to worry about a character. You get to worry about the character. And um I would add one other thing is that Shalice Theron, 
She looks like she's ready to do another the Aeon, Aeon Flux. <laughs> the very angular look and very long. I was just like, oh, maybe maybe get one of those outfits, make her lose another five pounds, and then try to do Aeon Flux again. She looks fine. But yeah, I, I, one of the things I don't I have a problem does, with the look. I'm just saying they could even look more like it. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the comic is pretty angular. But um, one of the things I got to say though is the 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 um, the stunt scenes are off the hook. You know, the, yeah. the battles, the fights, very well choreographed, very well done. You know, you could definitely see they put some money and some time into what they've done there. I think I've been hearing people say that they need to have an Oscars or a award just for a stunt, and I think you know this would be one of the ones that they would put in. Yeah, definitely, um, John Wick has put it to another level where everybody's like, yo, the, the, the scenes that he's in just bananas, you know, but um, that's definitely something there. We also have the, 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 the can never pronounce the brother's name. Um, I said it already. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's also a character that they changed uh, a bit in the uh, story. Um, so you're not getting the exact same type of story with him. It changed because of what they did with him. They basically moved it forward a little bit more than you would expect it. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is not, this is not a, a, a light for light comic. You never can expect that between the comic and the movie, you know, but for me, I think it's been very enjoyable. Then we have Kiki Lane who plays Niall Freeman, I believe it is, you yes. know, and she does a very good job as a newbie coming in. And I, I find her role almost, almost like for like in the comic as in there. I, and, and I think she's kind of, um, she's kind of annoying. She kind of heard her doubting it over and over again with all the evidences there is just. And you, how can you expect to, to, to believe that that's it? That you're, that you're going to be. Um, they saw the guy's that, stomach open. Like, what else do you need? Yeah, but you know, you have what you see and what you believe. And sometimes to reconcile that takes a little while to do. So I'm, I didn't feel there was any problems with that. Um, you're right. She had, to be shot, she had to be shot a couple of times. And yeah. realize, hey, you know, I'm kind of alive and stuff like that. But I thought she did a very serviceable job. And most of the cast did a serviceable job. I can't complain. I just, you know, they did the, the main villain. I, I was not crazy about when they showed the main villain in the comic and how they, had, how they portrayed him here in the... I didn't um, like him in the comic. I was okay with him here. Yeah. So, okay. That's interesting. So, I was like, uh, it just, it just didn't, it didn't for me take. But other than that, I mean, it was pretty good. And, and it's a, it seems to me an opening seg, an opening shot to a new series. That if Netflix does this properly, this could go on for a couple more films. It reminds me, and I think you and I have discussed this before, this reminds me of the Highlander movies where you have the immortal, um, there can only be one, you know, but the only difference is opposed to where they're using swords to cut themselves, cut their heads off and then getting their power. You know, that doesn't seem to be the case. They don't know how they get the power. They don't know how, um, how long they will have it. And they don't know when they will die because while they are immortal, there seems to be a time when they just die. And in the movie, we have an issue where um, Charlie Starron character, Andy, actually seems to have lost her power. She, was no, she seems to no longer be immortal, you know, which is um, a, definitely a change from the comics. Yeah. At least the, the first book that we read. That well, we we'll see with. if um, uh, Chiwetel's his character, Copley, was kind of hinting there's no reason why it would turn off. And you say, oh, you've lived so many lives, you've died so many times. But ultimately, he kind of says, is there a reason for it? So it'll be a, a question to ask. But then ultimately, we're introduced to a, a character at the end of the movie that was in the, sub, in the, in the flashback. 
that comes in. We don't know if she's bad or good. So there's more to come. Yeah. And a very interesting character who was definitely pivotal in the life of Andy and could end up being just as <laughs> pivotable. Pivotal, 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 not pivotal, you know, I also got to give a shout out to the director, you know, um, of the film because, you know, she did one of my top all time favorite films, loving basketball, you know, got to say that, you know, that guy's here, shout that out, you know, and she, um, she's done several movies over the years and I think she did a great job carrying this one off this action film here. Um, yeah. So just wanted to give a heads up there on that one. Um, Gina Price Blythewood. Yeah. You know, so, hey. Um, so, look, overall, I give the movie uh, uh, a, an A. You know, it was a good um, effort by um, Netflix. It's a story that will, I think that, like I said, I think there's going to be another series of movies. If done properly, it could be really pretty big. Um, it could be one of their cornerstone properties. Um, instead of having like some like the Umbrella Academy or The Witcher, I think this would be a, a, an event movie that people will come and see. You know, of course you gotta you gotta have to you know up the game every single time, and probably even up the budget a little bit more. <laughs> but that's yeah, what they're gonna have do to do. More flashbacks. Yeah, you know the, the the only problem with the flashbacks for me is that it then it becomes it goes into Highlander territory because you you, you need the flashbacks because the flashbacks take you back to a time and tell you where they are and and, put, and position them to show you how, how that they're immortal and also the connections that they have. But at the same time, when you do the flashbacks, you also, you know, it, like I said, it's such a, it was such a, a device used by the Highlander um, series. And, you know, come to think of it, probably a lot of the people out here have not watched the Highlander film. It's probably past their time. But that's just something that was used all the time uh, on their show. Every show had a, a flashback, basically. So for me, it's just, I don't want them to go over it. They, the, the flashback that they had for one of the characters, oh my gosh when they were dying, I think that was like off the chain. Never, someone who's immortal, uh, it, was a, it was an off the chain moment. And that to me, I was like, yo, that is off the hook. Well, you know, but they didn't have black With that said, I have to go to my John Byrne next man, this character here. Um, what's it? This hard body who's, who's um, invulnerable. That he burned in one of the even worse than the, what we see in the old guard, even worse. The worst thing I've ever seen happen to a character that can't oh, die. And I was like, wow, that reminds <laughs> me of this. And I think it obviously next one came out before, but I don't know if Greg Ruck had wrote, read that. But uh, it was uh, it's interesting to see someone where you have someone who can't die, but how do you make it worse than having someone drown over and over again? And oh, you but, said it, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, I mean, that's not really For 500 a, years. But that's not that's not really a, a key to the plot, I think. Um, Byrne had someone in a, a stuck position for over a thousand years. So, <laughs> anyway. That's crazy. Yeah, so what did you take? Did you like it or not? I think it was okay. I think it, um, ultimately, it's just a shoot 'em up action thing with this immortal stuff in it. So it's just something that you could just have fun with. And that's why I think the flashbacks, I mean, maybe you're right, it maybe makes it too much like the Highlander, but um, I just think for today's audience, it might make them feel like it's lost, where they would get into you the histories of these characters. And maybe that's where Lost got it, where the Lost sort of is trying to say, hey, let's do these histories that'll lead to plots that go to the future. So, um, yeah, ultimately, it's an okay movie. It's a, a fun movie. It, 
it'll be interesting to see where these characters go if they do more. And it'll be interesting to see Kiki if she gets to move on to the X-Men and be our Storm. Please be our Storm. <laughs> or Beyonce can be the Storm. Oh, yeah. Well, Beyonce people, like, people now are kind of um, into the idea of someone in their 20s. So it's not until this comes out when people say, we need a name, Beyonce. So. <laughs> Janelle. I, as much as I would love it, she's too short. <sighs> there you go with the height thing again. <laughs> Storm is tall. She's a decent height. Cool. So we digress. So, follow you guys. If you have a chance, get out there, watch a Netflix film. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time. Charlie Theron carries this movie. Um, you know, once again, shows that she can do action films. I know some people have said they ha- she can't, but she does a, good, a great job here. The cast they is very good. Support action, Atomic Blonde? That was a pretty good movie, too. Um, and the action scenes are pretty good. So, if you're interested in Immortals, if you're interested in, in Charlie Theron, if you're a fan of um, comic book movies, if you like Greg Rucker, get out there and see it. Spinarak, 